It's Wednesday the 23rd of June. Welcome to our Afternoon Sport Deep Dive. I'm Tim Gilbert. Shane Lee, my dear friend, how are you? Mate, I'm good, Timmy. I'm doing a bit of work at the moment with uh, a group called Athlon Partners and we're looking mm-hmm. at buying um, distressed sporting assets, particularly in Europe. So we're looking at some soccer teams over there and some rugby teams. So, um, yeah, it's a bit, a bit of fun, mate, at the moment, but uh, looking at a, a nice little soccer club in the south of France. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Do you need any help with the media work? <laughs> I just bought some new lemon slacks, so we'll see how we go. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what. I'll go and get one of those little convertibles and we'll do a remake of Rick Stein's tour along the river. All right. This is Afternoon Sport. And you can win, of course, on Afternoon Sport by following us on Facebook or Twitter. That is our Afternoon Sport pages. We're giving away a signed Western Sydney Wanderers ball. So jump onto Facebook and Twitter and follow us. Coming up on the the show today, all things tennis with Jaslyn Hewitt and Roosters board member Mark Fennessy. Now, Shane, we saw the streaker at the Euros, um, but all the drama now about a couple of security guards trying to uh, get this young lady off the off the pitch. Um, there's some question mark as to whether they got a little handsy on the way off. Yeah, I don't know where I stand on this one. Like, the girl runs on the field, which is illegal. You're not allowed to do that. And um, now the security guards are in trouble for doing their job. It's it's the world we live in, um, Timmy, unfortunately. And uh, you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. But, uh, yeah, it's not good. I don't know why you'd try and promote any product by doing a streak. Anyway. Yeah, I find it a bit odd. I really do. I mean, how you, you're supposed to get an individual off the field. What, what are you going to do? You can't sort of just sort of say, point them in the right direction and say, go that way. The other thing that I found interesting was uh, this cricketer in uh, one of the, the leagues up in Yorkshire <laughs> smashed a six. He was really happy with it. And then, bang, he smashed his own card. Can you remember any moment <laughs> like that? I remember, um, I remember facing. Uh, we, we played a New South Wales game up in, I think it was Maitland, and uh, I took the spinners down, and I remember putting about five or six uh, sixes onto the bowling green. They called the bowls off for the <laughs> afternoon, so the, 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 the locals weren't very happy with me. But uh, no, I don't remember smashing any cars. But I'm sure the the Yorkshire guy, they're pretty tight up there in Yorkshire. Mm. So uh, if it was his own window, he wouldn't have been happy. No, that is the ultimate <laughs> jack in ditch, isn't it? On <laughs> the lawn bowls up at Maitland, Shane Lee going off the blue for work. Flats. All right. Well, there's plenty of tennis news about today. Wimbledon just around the corner. Jaslyn Hewitt is next. Time to talk tennis. And of course, that means Jaslyn Hewitt. Now, Jazzy, uh, this isn't about rackets, balls and uh, whether the the tournament is on or off. This is about Ninja Warrior, Nick Kyrgios. <laughs> Nick Kyrgios on Ninja Warrior. What's doing? Yes, so he's out there commentating on it. It's, it's quite interesting, some of the uh, the feedback and comments that he's got with it. Um, however, I think I think we would all prefer to actually watch him do the course instead of just commentate on it. Yeah, he kept saying A and B, didn't he, the whole time. I think, I think he'll learn the rest of the alphabet soon, but um, <laughs> yeah, he's much better on the tennis court, I'm sure. Oh, I'd love to see him uh, over there at Wimbledon at the moment. So we've got the Wimbledon qualifying going on, but it'll be great to see him back on, on the tour with a racket in his hand, that's for sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And we'll talk about Wimbledon qualifying because there's a stack going on. We've seen Queen's Club and some Australians. And some, but, but what about that? Just last thing on, on the Kyrgios files, what about his tweet about um, the new boxing match that he just flicked out there? So who should I fight on the tennis tour? 
Oh, well, I mean, Paul Gallen's done a great switch. You've had uh, Anthony Mundine be able to switch from um, NRL to, to boxing as well. But, uh, yeah, I'm not, he's going to have to get some size on him. I'm not sure. he possibly be quite quick. He's got long levers, but uh, definitely going to be uh, interesting if he steps into the ring. Yeah, he's going to have to dance. Um, now, on the Wimbledon qualifying, um, Bernard Tomic, uh, Astro Sharma. Yes, so we've uh, we've had some really good wins overnight. Uh, we've got uh, six men. Four of them have gone through into the second round, which mm-hmm. is fantastic news. Um, unlucky for Thanasi Kokonakis, who just seems to have that continue to have runs with uh, injuries. But, um, yeah, Bernard is out there again. He had a tough match in three sets and got through that one. But uh, uh, Chris O'Connell also, Wimbledon's still the only place that has a uh, win by two games in the third sets or the final deciding set. So Chris had a tough one and got through 9-7 in the third set, which is always challenging Um when you don't have a tiebreaker to conclude the match. And on the on the women's side, we've got uh, three that have already gone through, Maddie Inglis, Priscilla Hon, and Astra Sharma. So it's fantastic news. And we've got another five women to play. So we've got the numbers there this year. And, um, yeah, it's only, only moving into the second round. So they do have three rounds of qualifying to get uh, – into the main draw, but it's great to see so many Aussies yeah. out there. Alex Demonar, he's been in some good form, obviously uh, fell at one of the final hurdles at Queen's, but it is promising. Yeah, definitely to have Alex make the uh, semifinals of Queen's. Queen's is is a fantastic lead-up event. It comes the week prior to the uh, to Wimbledon, so he'll be able to have a week off um, now or have a lighter match, uh, I think, over in Mallorca. So, uh, it's great that he's showing form and I think on the on the grass and his speed around the court is is assisting him. So it's hopefully he can carry that form across into uh, Wimbledon next week. Now, what's happening with Naomi Osaka? She's missing Wimbledon, but she wants to play the Olympics. Yeah, so I guess Olympics only comes around once in every four years. So um, hopefully her mental state will be in a better position, although she's come out and uh, is on the front cover of Vogue this week. So um, it's always interesting, some some choices that players make. Um, However, yeah, we just wish her all the best, but uh, definitely missing Wimbledon and wanting to play play the Olympics. But um, yeah, she'll need to make sure she's got some matches under her belt before heading into um, the Olympics. Uh, in Japan. Yeah, we're certainly starting to see the curtain fall on the careers of Roger Federer and Rafael Nadal, two of the greats of the game of all time. Nadal, no Olympics for him, no Wimbledon for him. No, so he'll be then uh, focusing on the um, US Open. US Open this week has come out and said they're going to have full crowds. So it's it's going to be very interesting with... um, with what Nadal is is doing, they've they've made a named a national tennis day after him, so everyone yeah. gets a, a public holiday on June three on his birthday. Which uh, yeah, would be would be nice if we had a, uh, a Leighton Hewitt public holiday, or you've got um, John John Newcomb um, is celebrating his fifty years after women winning Wimbledon as well. So we could have a John Newcomb public holiday as well, which would be great. But um, no. no it's fantastic that uh, Rafa's getting recognised over in Spain and, and he is a true hero over there. 
It, you're right, 50 years since John Newcomb won Wimbledon. He, I've been lucky enough to spend a bit of time with John and went to, Wim, went to Wimbledon with him. He's a legend, not only on the court but off the court, uh, a great man, and um, he's a great competitor, wasn't he? No, he's a fantastic, uh, fantastic, true Aussie yes. uh, bloke. He, him on the tennis court, the way that his style of play and way that uh, he used to dominate back then, him and Newcomb um, Rochi, the duo there have just been so fantastic for tennis in Australia, Davis Cup coach, captain, um, the way they used to mentor um, yeah. all the players coming through. He, I think it's just a, a fantastic bloke and the way that he's come out and supported Ash and just wanting to see her um, bring back her net style again and hopefully we can see Ash do some do some damage at Wimbledon if her body's uh, fit enough. Yeah, he was, uh, he was a great man, John Newcomb. Worked with him at Wide World of Sports and I tell you what, he was the best singer on the bus on the trip back from <laughs> one Christmas party to another. Uh, now, just finally, Ash Barty, what, what is the latest with Ash? Yeah, so she's hoping to play Wimbledon. It's going to be interesting with her. It's, uh, I think it's touch and go at the moment with her body. Um, I think Simona Hallop's in the same same predicament. So the women's side of the draw for Wimbledon is definitely going to be interesting. Um, I mean, it's playing it's playing well for Serena to win her 24th Grand Slam. However, she did have the same opportunity over in uh, Roland Garros as well. So, um, yeah, fingers crossed that uh, both Ash and Simona are in good form and we have those uh, those big names back in the women's draw again. Hey, Timmy, I just had a quick flashback of John Newcomb jumping the, the net after he won a match. Was, was that part of your post-game routine? Timmy? No, that it wasn't, which is going to surprise you. My, my last, my, my last game of tennis finished with me, me hitting myself in the head with my own prince racket, trying to hit it. So trying to, trying to jump the net would have spent two weeks in hospital. Look, uh, um, Ash Barty, let's hope she's right for Wimbledon. We'd love to see Nick Kyrgios back playing tennis rather than appearing on TV shows. But uh, Jaslyn, I think we've covered the full court. Great to chat. Thanks, guys. Coming up on Afternoon Sport, well, a TV legend when it comes to production. His name is Mark Fennessy. He is a Roosters director, and he's got a lot to talk about when it comes to rugby league. Rugby, it's a game they play in heaven. Look out for our podcast, The Running Game, where Matt Dunning joins me, Tim Gilbert. Each week, we speak to players, coaches, and legends of the game. We look at the game from every angle at all levels, from test rugby, the club game, city to country, and the way it's played at school. The Running Game. Come find us on your podcast app. All right, it's an absolute delight to welcome our next guest onto Afternoon Sport. There wouldn't be a, a night goes by where there's a TV show that this man hasn't in some way been involved with through his whole world of production. It began at Wide World of Sports many, many years ago. Well, that's where it was in Sydney. It travelled along to MTV and the rest of the world. I speak about Mark Fantasy. How are you? Very well, Tim. Thank you very much. Now, Mark, let's start with, uh, you're a big Roosters man, I know that, and um, let's just start with something a little bit controversial. Do you think too many Roosters are getting sent off at the moment? (laughs) (laughs) He's on the board. It's a bit of a loaded question. (laughs) Um, Very much so. (laughs) uh, There's certainly been a lot of them being sent off uh, over recent weeks. I think there's a lot of players being sent off across the game. Yes. (laughs) It's a little bit confusing. I, I sort of understand what they're trying to achieve I just think that it's 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 difficult to get consistency. Yeah, 
And it's difficult to introduce something like this in the middle of the season. I, I don't mm. really agree with that because I think it's a significant thing for players to adapt to on the run mm. and for clubs to adapt to, for coaches to adapt to. And uh, I think the fans are, are confused. They're frustrated. I agree. Uh, I applaud the NRL for what they're trying to do. And, and I think they're doing the right thing. I think they're going the right direction. But, you know, um, I just don't agree the way that it's been implemented and executed. I don't think you can rush something as significant as this into the middle of a season. I just think it's a recipe for chaos, and that's what we're seeing at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Policy on the run is never good, is it? And 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 like through your rich history in TV and production, uh, you need to go through a process. Nearly everything needs a process, doesn't it? And it needs consultation. Well, yeah, that's right, Tim. It's about it's about effective communication. I mean, they've they introduced an awful lot of things at one time. A lot of them tremendously good things, you know. I like the one going back to one ref. I like the six again. Mm. I like, you know, replacing certain stop starts with just straight turnovers. I think they're all really good. I'm still confused and personally (laughs) frustrated with how much the bunker seems to interfere in the game. (laughs) Um, I do feel for the refs. I do genuinely think it's difficult for them when they're told, hang on a minute, we're checking that it's not a try or hang on, you have to sin bin that particular player. And I think when they're getting that in their in their ear, when when they're trying to control the game, let's forget that's just the one of them out there now. It's an awful big thing for them to have to manage, and I and I feel for them in, in that sense a lot. Mark, it makes it really tough. I've got three kids: Zara's twelve, Abby's ten, Thomas is six. Now, if I try and implement any discipline, they call for the bunker themselves, right? That's the way. That's the way of the world these days, isn't it? <laughs> I've never been a fan of the bunker, I'll have to admit. I understand the rationale behind it. There's always a rationale, but I think it's a it's a $2 million kind of white elephant. That's what I think. I think we were well served with a video ref at the ground before. That's what mm-hmm. Super League still has to this day. I've always maintained that I don't believe the bunker should interfere with the game before the try line. Yeah, I agree. Now, anything beyond the try line, I thought it was introduced to stop the howler. Well, it's now interfering in the game on so many different levels and no one seems to be able to draw a line and saying, okay, yes, it's new technology, you know, but I'm sorry, it's not making things better. And, you know, it's okay to roll it back. It's okay to say we tried that Mm. and it didn't quite work. Yeah, yeah. Look, I, I think there is some real frailties in and around what you're talking about. One thing I do want to particularly ask you about, because there's no one who's been more successful in television and television production than you in this country. As a, as a Roosters board member, how important is this next uh, TV deal for the game itself? Because we look at sports like the NFL and they have like 10 different providers now when you look at it because everything has gone. So CBS has got a bit over here. Amazon's got a bit over here. The whole thing's being deregulated, Mark. Yeah. Look, it's very important, Tim, the next deal, significantly so. Um, For the future proofing of the game, um, which has been through a very difficult period, and, you know, Peter Volandis uh, has, has steered the game through. It's probably its greatest challenge in the modern era ever, and he's done a fabulous job, I think. So, but look, you know, s- splitting the rights deal up, you know, you are going to have streamers at the table. Mm-hmm. Um, you are going to have the likes of uh, an Amazon having discussions. You are going to have the likes of probably 
and Netflix. Uh, obviously, Stan is uh, has launched Stan Sport because they want to try to migrate people across to a subscription-based platform. Um, that's why you're seeing, you know, uh, a lot more investment in 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 sport and trying to have their real estate, major real estate, sports real estate, on a subscriber-based platform because. Mm. You know, advertising is decreasing on on network TV. It has been for some time. That's no secret in that. Um, I think the streamers would be very unlikely to to come in and 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 go for any for, for, to want to go for home and away rounds. They'll go after State of Origin. Mm. They'll they'll go after say you know um, Sunday afternoon. They'll go after maybe Friday night football, but they they'll target specifically. I don't gotcha. think I don't think you'll find that they'll go for a holistic approach on wanting to to have you know X number of games each week. I think it'll be more strategic and selective than that. And, and finally, it's been so good to get you on the show as as a board director, and you fell in love with the game of rugby league pretty early on when you got here. Um, why are the Roosters the Roosters? What makes the Roosters, the red, white, and Bluesters. There's something magical about this football team. Yeah, look, I, I, I could probably talk about that for quite a while, Tim. Oh, no. <laughs> I think the history of the club, I think they're a real family club. I, I think there, there's a unique story and 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 history to to the to the to the Roosters. Mm. Um, there's great depth to 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 the people uh, across the board who are involved with the club have got come through the club, be they players or or, or other staff members, board members. You know, um, in my time, the, the board hasn't changed very much at all. I, I stepped on for David Gingell in 2007. It's a real tight knit kind of framework within within the club. The real looking after each other. And loyal environment, we aspire to be the best. I think we 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 set high standards for ourselves, and I think we expect we expect success. So so we go about the business mm. of being successful or wanting to be successful with an absolute intent. And also, you know, the, the incredible leadership of Nick Politis. He's one of the the greatest men I've ever mm. met. You know, he's a powerful guy, but at the same time. He's got time for for the everyman as well. I, I admire him enormously, and I think yeah, yeah, I love it. Certainly, a big part of the last 25, 30 years of the Roosters, and you know, we've our ratio in terms of success on the field has has improved enormously under Nick. If you sort of run the maths, we're we're, we're sort of thereabouts winning a comp once every ten years. In my time, over a fifteen year period on the board. We've won one wooden spoon and three premierships, and that's that's a tremendous strike rate. Well, Mark, I, I couldn't agree more, mate. I've been lucky enough to be invited to the Chairman's Club of the Roosters a number of times. The one thing you all have in common there, you all love the game of rugby league, and it shows not only by uh, the team that support the Roosters but the, but the guys in the paddock. Mate, thanks for coming to the show. We really appreciate your time, mate. A pleasure, guys. That's it for Afternoon Sport today. We'll be with you Monday to Friday every week. Follow us on your podcast app so you don't miss it. A big thank you today to Jaslyn Hewitt and to Mark Fennessy. And thanks to Spartan Sports. Yeah, www.spartansportshq.com. And our great producer, Dan McHugh. Thank you. See you tomorrow afternoon for a daily dose of sport. We'll see you then, guys. Take care.